Namaste and Haryom. This is your host, Kishore Trivedi, welcoming you to today's episode of Know Your Dharma program on this radio, Naira. As you know, this radio program is part of a larger initiative, Know Your Dharma initiative of the Hindu Society of North Carolina. Past recordings of these audio clips can be found uh, on, uh, at the KYD tab on hsnctemple.org website. The bottom table, there are two tables there, the bottom table. Today, I'm very happy to introduce our guest, Dinesh Patel, who is an IIT Bombay alumnus like me. Dinesh Pai and his wife, Kashmira Ben, recently moved to, our, to the RTP area. Dinesh Pai, would you please introduce yourself briefly to our listeners? Sure, Kishore Bhai. After completing graduate studies at Michigan State University, I and Mira settled down in Spartanburg, South Carolina, in 1974. I worked in a textile and chemical company called Millican till 2011. After retirement, I taught part-time and then as our younger son Mehul and his wife Catherine started foster care, we moved to Carborough area in late 2019. Our other son Pratik is in Houston, Texas with his wife Parul and their two children Krishna and Desh. Very good. The topic today uh, we have chosen is uh, Bhakt Kavi Nasi Mehta, who composed the Bhajan Vaishnava Janato, which was made famous by Mahatma Gandhi. So we will first play this famous Bhajan as sung by Kashmira Ben and her sister Nilima Ben. So let's see if it works when I click on that one. Vaishnava Janato Tene Kahiye Vana Rovine Kapata Rahita 
Beautiful. Dinesh uh, Pai, will you please explain the meaning of this bhajan as many of our uh, people in the audience may not know Gujarati, and this bhajan is definitely in Gujarati. Uh, sure, Kishore I'll be glad to. So, in this bhajan, Narsimetta outlines qualities of a Vaishnava who is defined as a true devotee of Bhagwan Vishnu. He starts with noting that a Vaishnava is the one who feels the pain of fellow beings, helps others, and yet not have a sense of ego enter in the mind. In second stanza, he further describes that a Vaishnava salutes each and every one, does not speak ill of others, keeps speech, actions, and thoughts pure. Blessed indeed is the mother of such a person. In the next stanza, a Vaishnava is equanimous, rejects extreme greed for wealth and material gain, respects all women as he respects his own mother. His tongue would never utter a lie and would never desire to possess the wealth of others. A Vaishnava does not fail to resist bodily attachments, has renounced lust of all types, as well as anger. He enticed the name of Bhagwan Ram and all, all holy sites of pilgrimage are embodied within him. In the end, in last stanza, he summarizes a Vaishnava has no greed, is not deceitful, he or she has renounced lust and anger. And in the end, the Bhakta poet Narsi says that one who sees or meets or interacts with a such a person, that person's entire family would attain salvation. So that is the meaning of this bhajan. It is easy to see why this bhajan has become so popular. Kishore Bhai. And indeed, we should try to implement at least some of these aspects of uh, Vaishnava that he describes in our life. Beautiful. I would also like to add that the word Vishnu uh, actually means Vyapnoti Chara Chara Atmakam Jagatiti Vishnu. That means it connotes the notion of God that pervades each and every atom in the universe. So the import is that a devotee of Bhagwan Vishnu in that case should see. God in everyone and in everything. So with that uh, introduction of, of this bhajan by Narsi Mehta, let us learn about Narsi Mehta's life and his works. Dineshpai, could you please tell us about his childhood? So Narsi Mehta was born in year 1414, with Mirabai's birth year as 1498 and Nanak as 1469, we can say that he was Samkalin with them. 
You mean almost the same time period or contemporary of these two famous poets, uh, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the same time period. So he was born in a small village about 18 miles from Junagadh, and Junagadh is in Saurashtra part of Gujarat. He could not speak. He lost his parents when he was five years old, and his grandmother, Jai Kumar, raised him. Narsi often used to accompany his grandmother to the Hatkeshwar Mahadev Mandir for darshan and to listen to bhajans. Once when he was eight years old, Jaikumar approached an ascetic at the mandir. He glanced at little Narsi and prophesied that he would become a great bhakta. But Jaikumar informed him of the boy's handicap. The ascetic then gave him herb and asked him to chant Radhe Krishna. Miraculously, Narsi started chanting Radhe Krishna, and that was end of his handicap. Wow, that was indeed a miracle. Yes, it was. He was then sent to a Sanskrit school to study. Even after school, Narsi visited Hatkeshwar Mahadev joining bhaktas in singing bhajans. Afraid that he might become a sadhu, Jaikuwar arranged his marriage with a seven-year-old girl named Manek. I guess child marriage was a common custom in those times. Well, did Nasi Mehta have any siblings? And if yes, how was their relationship? Uh, yes, well, he had a brother named Mansidhar who was 17 years older than him. With his grandmother became old, she insisted that Narsi and his wife move to his brother Bansidhar's house in Junagat. His babi, which is a Gujarati word for brother's wife, was an ill-tempered woman, always taunting and insulting Narsi Mehta for his devotion and for not doing much of anything to bring money to the household. One day when Narsimetta had enough of these taunts and insults, he left the house and went to a nearby forest in search of some peace. There he fasted and meditated for seven days by a secluded Shivlingam until Bhagwan Shivji appeared before him in person. Now, you know, I, I've been told that uh, this uh, happened in a Gopnath Mahadev Mandir near Talaja. Now, I saw the distances between Junagadh and Talaja is not small, but anyway, the, some of these legends go on. So, we, and in fact, we have been to that mandir many times, and there is a Nasi Mehta room there and so on. But um, uh, it may or may not be true, but Gopnath Mahadev is the one where he's supposed to have um, um, realized uh, and met Bhagwan Shivji there. Okay. okay, so on his request, Mahadev showed him the eternal Raslila of Sri Krishna and the gopis. The legend has it that he was so transfixed by the spectacle that he burned his hand with the torch he was holding. But in the overwhelming happiness, he did not feel pain at all. So as the popular account goes, at Sri Krishna's command, he decided to sing his praises 
and nectarous experience of the ras he resolved to become he resolved to compose kirtans and bhajans after this divine experience he returned to his village and touched his sister in law's feet and thanked her for insulting him for had she not made him upset the above episode would not have occurred he and his wife moved to another house in junagadh one can never know how one thing will lead to another in this case uh, what apparently was bad actually learned, uh, turned out to be very good for him uh, please continue so in junagadh mehta lived with his wife and two children a son named shamaldas and a daughter for whom he had a special affection named kumarbai they were very poor he was completely engrossed in writing singing devotional hymns which is bhajans that conveyed glories of shri krishna not only he stayed with sadhus saints priests to his heart's content he also spent quite a bit of time in the quarters of lower caste people who were known at that time as untouchable whoever invited him to sing bhajan he would go without paying attention to the caste we can say that he considered and put in action in treating lower class people as hari jan which is the word as children of god as expected this behavior this approach upset so called upper class nagars of junagadh and they tried to take revenge but shri krishna took care of his bhakta it's remarkable that about 600 years ago uh, so called upper caste nagar brahmin uh, visited and mixed with so called lower caste people so looks like we forgot many years until uh, in intervening many years until gandhi ji revived the concept so there have been of course reformers in hinduism from time to time such as narsi mehta mahatma gandhi and many more who tried to remove whatever uh, bad things had accumulated unfortunately and caste is such an example by the way on caste there have been two very very good lectures in our oh, know your dharma lecture series and video recordings are available on that website on on that particular notion you mentioned shri krishna took care of him so are there any recorded incidents about that yeah yes indeed there are many famous incidents and i will share few of them soon after kumarbai's marriage kumarbai became pregnant now if you recall kumarbai is narsimeta's daughter there was a custom called mameru in which it was expected for the pregnant woman's parents to give gifts to all the in-laws during the seventh month of pregnancy so kumarbai's mother in law sent a long list of items with the sole objective of shaming narsi as she knew that he was poor and will not be able to afford all these items but bhagwan shri krishna came in the form of a saint a rich merchant and delivered all the items on the list and kept his devotee's reputation intact narsi mata composed and sang a bhajan entitled kumar by no mamero to celebrate this event beautiful i think we will take commercial break right now 
Don't go away. We'll be right back after this uh, very quick break. <laughs> 